Okay, my friends. Are you ready for today's story? Yes. Today's story is called... You want to do it? The Bernstein Bears and the Golden Rule. Mm-hmm. And this is written by Jan and Mike Bernstein, and we kind of love their books. Don't you love the Bernstein Bears? <clears throat> I do. They're fun. Um... <clears throat> But before we jump into the story, we want to give our patron shout out. Names. Yeah, their names. Oh, and we have to give our names too, right? Mm. Okay. Do you want to do our names first or do you want to do the patron shout out first? Our names. Our names? Okay. So today's story is read by Mommy and... DJ Catnip. DJ Catnip. In the house. Did I get it right? <laughs> I think so. Oh my goodness, we are one crazy family right now, aren't we? Yeah, because we've got a crazy cat, DJ, in the house. Um, Well, DJ, let's give our shout out to our patrons, too. Our patrons are our friends who help us get stories out so that they give us their support. We go out and get new stories. And then we can chat with them and talk with them and say, hey, how's it going? And things like that. And then we post stuff that's um, just for patrons so that they can get extra stories. They can get all kinds of fun things. It's all on our Patreon. You can go check it out over at Patreon slash StorytimeWithPhilipandMommy.com. And all this to say, as another fun perk that we give is we give shout outs. If you want to have a shout out, then this is how you do it. You go over there. And our shout out today is to Chris. And his son, do you remember his name? Jacob! Yeah! Guys, we really hope that you love this story as much as we do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being our friends. And thank you, Chris. And thank you, Jacob, for joining us every single day. So, without any further ado, shall we? We shall. Here we go. Give me one. All right. When Sister Bear received a beautiful golden locket for her birthday, she was surprised and pleased. It was shaped like a heart, and it had her name on it. Happy birthday, dear, said Mama and Papa Bear, giving her a big hug. Sister tried the locket on and looked at herself in the mirror. I love it, she said. I'm going to wear it all the time. It opens up said Papa. Look! And he showed her the little golden clasp that you pressed to top to pop the locket open. Neat! said Sister. Did you know that lockets do that? It's a really interesting mechanism. They can open and then you people like to do things like hide pictures inside of the locket. She looked inside, expecting to find a little picture or a mirror or something. But all that she could see inside the locket were a few simple words. Do to others what you would have them do to you. Sister was puzzled. The words seemed familiar, but she wasn't sure why. What's this? She asked. It's the golden rule, explained Mama. What's that? Sister wondered. Mama's eyes widened. The golden rule is one of the most important rules there is, she explained. 
That's why we have it always hanging up on the wall in our living room. And she pointed to the framed sampler above their mantelpiece. Sister gazed up in amazement. She had seen that sampler every day of her life. No wonder the words seemed familiar. Oh, she said, a little embarrassed. I never really thought about it before. What does it mean? The golden rule, <clears throat> Papa explained. It, it means mm -hmm. if you want someone to like... Let's say you're licking a lollipop and, mm -hmm. and you want someone else to have a lollipop mm -hmm. and you don't think it's fair, you share your lollipop. Ooh, sharing is such an important and then thing. And then they'll share with you. Maybe we don't share lollipops because that's got our spit on it, you know? So, but maybe, like, I see where you're going. Like, let's. So if you have. Let's say you have. An extra lollipop, you would give them their own lollipop. No, no. Oh, no? Like this. If you have a cool toy. And you mm. share it with someone else, that person will share their toy with you. I like it. Let's see what their papa says. The golden rule, papa explained, tells you to treat other people the way you want to be treated yourself. Why is it inside my locket? She wondered. The golden rule inside a golden locket for a golden princess, said Papa, giving her a big kiss. <laughs> parents, parents always think their kids are, are golden and wonderful. I, I, I think that about you. Okay, it's called the golden rule, explained Mama patiently, because it's precious just like gold but it's not about the gold you wear around your neck or on your finger and she held out her wedding ring it's about the golden treasure we keep inside our own hearts the heart shape of the locket is meant to remind you of that so sister thought it over she didn't really get it but that was okay she loved the new locket anyway and I would say there's a lot to learn right there, right? Let's see what happens next. The next day before school, sister showed off her new treasure to her friends, Lizzie, Millie, Anna, and Linda. They oohed and awed over it in a very satisfying way. What's all of us about? Asked a voice. It was Queenie McBear and her gang. Now Queenie was older than sister and a little snooty. When Queenie first came to the neighborhood, she and sister did not get along at all. Queenie made fun of her and got sister's friends to join in. That was sister's first experience with an in crowd, a group that makes itself feel big by making others feel small. We never want to do that, do we? Oh, hi, Queenie, said sister. I was just showing the kids my new locket. Over the years, sister learned to get along with Queenie, but they were never the best of friends. Let's see, said Queenie. She looked the locket over. She 
was not impressed. She herself wore big hoop earrings and lots of beads and chains. Cute, was all she said. But as she walked away with her friends, uh-oh, Philip Queenie still had her own in-crowd. They were a group of the older girls who liked to hang out together and act cool. Mostly they spent their time painting their nails and giggling about boys. And that was okay with sister. She had her own group of friends to hang out with, but it never occurred to her that this might be any kind of a problem until the new girl came to school. Her name was Susie McGrizzy. She seemed like a funny sort of name. For one thing, it had a lot of Z's. And the new girl herself seemed a little funny too. Her clothes weren't exactly cool. She wore her hair in up in pigtails, which was definitely not the standard bear country school style. Besides, she had thick glasses and braces, and not the cool kind with lots of different colors like what Millie wore. These were just plain old braces. On her first day, of course, the new girl didn't know anyone at all. And at recess, sister noticed her standing off by herself in a corner of the playground. She looked sort of sad and lonely. Now, oh, that's broken. Can I ask you a question? Mm. Have you ever been sad and lonely at the playground? Yeah. And, and is it nice when the other kids just run past you and pretend like you're not there? Yes. Is that nice? I mean, no. Hmm. Yeah, I meant no. What would you like to have happen instead? Them seeing that I'm real. And yeah. Not running past me. Yeah, and come over and be your friend and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way is true here in this situation. Well, Pen- well, Penelope always come comes. She does not ignore me. Well, that sounds like. But all the other kids do. Oh, Penelope, what a nice friend she is. And I think Sister Bear might do the same thing. Would you like to find out what happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sister was thinking about going over and introducing herself when Lizzie and Anna came up. Hiya, sister, said Lizzie. We're getting together a game of hopscotch. Millie and Linda are over there. Come on. Sister began to follow them, but she paused and glanced back to where the new girl was standing all by herself. The new girl looked lonelier than ever. Wait a minute said sister what about the new girl the that what's her name the one over there maybe we should invite her to join and she looks pretty lost and lonely the other girls were surprised Susie who's face said Lizzie doubtfully she has weird clothes said Anna and those corny pigtails said Lizzie Not to mention those clunky glasses and braces, added Anna. Well, said sister, discouraged. I just thought, oh, don't worry about that old Susie McWoozy, said Lizzie, taking sister's arm. She'll be fine. She'll find some other cubs to play with. Cubs more her type. Come on. Sister allowed herself to be led away to the hopscotch game. She felt a little worried about Susie McWoozy. 
though she couldn't exactly say why. But she soon forgot all about it while playing hopscotch with her friends. Now, if you were Susie, how would you feel right now? I would not feel good. I would not feel good either. What should Su what should Sister Bear have done? Go over to Susie. Yeah, you always want to you always want to think, how can I make other people feel loved and cared for? Once LLA, he was the new kid mm -hmm. and it was like he already knew about all the games. Like wow. he knew about robbers. Oh. Well, and you know, it's it's nice when a new kid knows stuff, but not all, not always do they know. So let's see what happens next. Later, when school let out, Sister got in line for her, the school bus, and she noticed that the new girl was standing right in front of her. She was going to say hi, but then Lizzie came right up behind her, and they started to talk, and they were talking as they got on the bus. And Susie McGrizzy sat right behind them. Sister and Lizzie went right on talking together. Sister played with her new locket as she talked, twirling it around and around in the air. And when the bus came to her stop, Sister gathered up her things to get off, but she felt a soft tug at her arm. It was Susie McGrizzy. She was holding something out to Sister. Here, she said shyly, you dropped this. It was Sister's new locket. Gee, said Sister, thanks. It was all she could think of to say. Sister climbed off the bus and watched as it pulled away. She could see Susie looking back at her from the window. Sister hung her locket back around her neck. What if Susie hadn't noticed her drop it? It might have been gone for good. Mama was waiting for Sister as she climbed the front steps. How was school today, dear? Asked Mama. Uh, okay, I guess, sighed Sister, dumping her school bag on the armchair in the living room. She glanced up at the framed sampler of the golden rule over the mantel, and somehow the golden locket hanging around her neck felt heavier than before. That evening at dinner, Sister was unusually thoughtful. She picked at her lima beans and stared off into space. Penny for your thoughts, said Papa as he fed Honey Bear. Huh? said Sister, looking up. Oh, I was just thinking about that golden rule inside my locket, she explained. I don't really get it. What's it supposed to mean? Well, be began Mama. Let me give you an example. Do you remember that trouble you had when Queenie first moved to town? Sister perked up and paid attention. She remembered it all too well. Do you remember how Queenie started an in-crowd but kept you out and made fun of your clothes and your hair bow? Mama asked. Do you remember how badly you felt? Boy did she ever. Sister started to feel hurt about just thinking about it. Her lower lip began to quiver and a tear came to her eye. All the golden rule is saying, Papa continued, is that you shouldn't turn around and do that same sort of thing to someone else. He paused to scrape some mashed potatoes off of Honey's chin. 
You should always treat other people the way you would like to be treated yourself. But I would never do anything like that, said Sister. Besides, I don't have an in-crowd. Oh, no, said Brother, who had been taking all of this in. What about Lizzie and Anna and Millie and Linda? You play with them all the time, and I never see you ask anyone else to join in. That's different, protested Sister angrily. I'm just playing with my friends, and we're not trying to keep anybody out. Of course not, dear, soothed Mama. I'm sure you and your friends would never dream of keeping other cubs out of your group. Sister Bear grew very quiet. But the other, but she's all like, mm-hmm. you can come in, but the other cubs are like, no. Yeah, in the picture we can see Lizzie, Lizzie and Anna and Millie, some of her friends, are with her. But the new girl, Susie, is standing away and her friends are turning their back on her, right? They're not, they're not letting Susie come and play with them. Now that she thought it over, she wasn't quite so sure. Not so sure at all. The next day at recess, as soon as Sister came outside, she looked around the playground for Susie McGrizzy. She soon spotted her, sitting off by herself under the big oak tree at the edge of the schoolyard, reading a book. Sister marched right up to her. Hello, Susie, she said brightly. Susie looked up in surprise. Hello, she said shyly. I'm Sister Bear, and my friends and I are going to play hopscotch, Sister told her. Would you like to join us? Susie's face lit up. Oh, I'd love to, she said with a big bracy grin. I love hopscotch. Terrific said sister. Do you want to see my locket? Sure, said Susie. Okay, said sister. Come on, I'll show it to you. Over there. Sister took off and Susie chased her, laughing across the playground to the hopscotch square where Lizzie, Millie, Anna, and Linda were waiting. Sister's golden locket gleamed in the sun as she ran. And I think she learned to be a good friend that day. Don't you? Yeah. And I'm really proud of her. And I'm really proud of you too, because I think you have also learned how to be a good friend, haven't you? Yeah. And that, my friends, is the end. The end.